0: Hey, what you gonna do? On night? What you gonna do? <laughs> we We're gonna we drink some beers and eat some pizza Big Talk Nation What's going on? We didn't, we didn't let that song go on for too long Some kicks Cool kids Anybody got a cigarette? I had one But I finished it Love it That's one of their Early releases from '83, the Cool Kids album, title track. Some good stuff right there, man. Ah, it's all right. right. However, you don't like the two first albums? Uh, Once we get into it, I'll tell you a little bit more. All right, all right. We're actually going to be covering the Midnight Dynamite and Blow My Fuse albums from '85 and '88, respectively. But before that, this is the Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. This is Chris. This is Greg. And welcome to. Our Kicks episode. I've been excited about this one, man. Cool. Me too, man. This is a band that um, I don't think did a lot of super spectacular stuff, but also, you know, we, you know us, we got to get into it just to have a good time, man. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, Here's where you can get a hold of us. At BigTalkCG.podcast on TikTok and on Instagram. On Instagram, if you go to our bio, you can find our link, Tree Link. That tells you everywhere you can listen, watch, Contact us, all that jazz. Uh, big at wait, <laughs> bigtalkcg at gmail dot com. If you need a little more room to bitch at us, uh, we're on Facebook, Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. Twitter at bigtalkcg. We're everywhere. Did I or, miss anywhere? Yeah, you. Didn't, oh, YouTube. Are, are we're you? on YouTube. <laughs> the Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg is on YouTube. I'm an, and yeah. i yeah, and I'm an idiot. Yeah, I was gonna say you can also uh, text us personally, so it would be a reread those. <laughs> what <are> you, gonna... <laughs> you can text Greg personally. His number is 8675-309. 818. Big talk. Oh, I don't know. Someone big tone down CG. here in LA is gonna start getting some texts. Hey, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Your knowledge is far superior to Chris's. <laughs> stop. Stop. Said, talking no, said your... no one ever. <laughs> All right, man. I'm ready to start this off. Man. All right, man. All on kicks. Um, yeah, dude. I'm really excited about doing this episode. It's one of those lesser-known bands. We love doing the lesser-known bands, uh, you know, because we like to. We one, we get to learn a little bit more about them ourselves. Correct. And two, Correct. we get to spread the knowledge to the nation, and you know they can experience what we're experiencing. As all well. right. Yeah. Totally, man. Um, let's talk about. Let's do a quick, like we like to do. This is not a history lesson. This is all about the music, guys. (laughs) Right. But we're going to do, we like to do our little gloss over history. These uh, guys formed in 77, uh, founding members, uh, Ronnie Yonkis, Brian Forsyth, and Donnie Purnell. Uh, Soon after that, Steve uh, Whiteman and Jimmy Chalfant joined, uh, drummer and lead vocalist Steve Whiteman, Uh, through the Baltimore area, really good live act, club act, started gaining a following, signed... uh, to Atlantic Records, uh, had a debut album. Cool Kids came out in '83. Yeah, and then that was the me, second album. Yeah, right? it was the second album. Actually, in '85, they signed with Atlantic Records for their third album, which we will be covering: Midnight Dynamite. After that, '88, Blow My Fuse, '91, Hot Wire, and so on and so forth. Grunge came. Yeah, they went uh-huh. away. Came out with a couple. Well, they had a couple other albums that. I think they had some independent stuff. Yeah, they they had to go independent and uh, stuff like that. But, man, they actually, I just saw that they are actually playing their final show, live show this summer, I believe, in August in Baltimore area. Get out of town. Yeah, it's going to be their last. They're kind of hanging up the the, the microphones or whatever. Yeah. Well, on kicks probably, right? You know, sometimes these guys do solo acts or... Yeah, but on kicks, and so we'll, we'll see how long we see how long that well, it go, uh, it's that gonna goes go on away. For. All right, all right, man. Let's see. Are we ready to go here yet? Heck no. yeah, man! All right, let's go. Midnight Dynamite. Midnight Dynamite. Do you know when it was released? Yeah, of course I know everything, dude. August eighth, nineteen eighty five. Got it, man. All right. Try to quiz me, dude. I want to make sure I'm the factoid. Yeah, I know you are. I got factoids on roids. <laughs> this is a killer track. This is the way, like Greg likes to say, this is the way you kick off an album. Hell yeah, man! This is some, yeah, this is great right here, dude. Midnight Dynamite. Great way to lead off, dude. It's high energy, hard rocking song. You know, it's just kind of just tells you, hey, here's what we're about, dude. We're a party rocking band and man, this is a great song I love it catchy chorus infectious guitar definitely great, dude. Yeah. i love it definitely, love it, definitely good stuff and i was gonna say to chris is how we were talking about like you know you said they were these cool kids and there's another album in front of that i go those albums were not really hard rockish i agree it was a little more softer and appealed to the record company yep. i want to say and it almost some songs were even new wave ish if you took they did, it, yeah, a they second did, yep. or a feel for that. And then I think this album, uh, they just, you know, said, hey, you know what? Let's do a little more rock. And it's kind of gone well with them, more high energy. This is what we're about. We're not about, you know, the pop there, radio. Yeah, there's definitely a clear direction on this album, a clear yes. way that they wanted to sound. And, man, they hit it right at the right time. 85 is right when this stuff was definitely a s on the uphill to the apex you know within the next you know two three years this is great stuff right here dude this is definitely a party rocket song midnight dynamite yeah this is totally great i love, great. It, I love dude. this too man it starts off great man i, I and i love, I love it. it and i love his vocals dude he's got that like screech kind of a almost like a scream screeching vocal style which i think is great it goes great along with their dirty rock correct yeah, there you, you go i love that that's a good way to describe these guys a dirty rock type band and I will tell yeah. you this dude I knew obviously we both of us had heard. I always say this but before I say what I'm gonna say that I always say when I say it let me say this I will I knew all the singles and stuff that they had released off these yeah. albums but probably you may have known a little bit more of like their full albums but me I didn't really listen to them much uh, blow my fuse a little bit more so but this one I heard like midnight dynamite scarlet fever you know just the yeah the, the, the release songs so when we start going through these, dude, it's freaking... It, dude, I fell in love with a lot of these songs, and I just can't wait to share them with everybody out there, dude. Sounds good, man. You ready to go? You want to take me to the next one? I do. All right. And this is one of them. All right. This song is just killer. It just grabbed you by the balls. Red hot, black and blue. <laughs> oh, man, it's killer. That was... um. It does have a certain sound to it uh, that I do like, and I was I was also with you on that. It took me, you know, there. It starts off a little like, okay, what's going on here? Yeah, like like the whole big... Yeah, I get that, but it this turns into a rocker, dude, and it's got a great chorus, just continues right off of Midnight Dynamite, high energy, great guitar work, great singing, and their choruses are catchy. They just have a way of, like, changing it up. like it's like the chorus is totally different from the verses and they do that a lot in their songs and it's just great to to hear that so I want to say it may have to do with the producer Bo Hill and that's not the first time we mentioned his name man I mean sure, from Warrant to Rat we know Bo Hill man so we totally love it and we're glad he does something different you know Kicks took these guys um, I guess to a little different level that they needed to be you know third album sounds good in the 80s Love it, man. Yeah, this is killer, dude. You know, know, it's, it's, I I always try to figure out, these songs are all, these are all innuendos. These songs are all, like, you gotta sit there and you gotta pull the lyrics up and kind of read about, okay, what's going on here? I mean, I think the title kind of tells you what's going to go on, what's going on in the song, but... Man, it's great, dude You know You get red hot You come out the other end Black and blue You know what mean <laughs> It's great, dude I, I love this song It came out One of my favorite songs On the album Yeah, totally Totally good, man And I'd never heard it before To be honest with you so But it's it it, great The infectious Grabbed you Yeah And shook you around And said yep. Oh, this sounds good This sounds good mm-hmm. Alright, man Let's go to the next track Sounds good Track three Bang, bang Balls Of fire Still going what? with that great sound of these guys, man, from the Sexual Indo. Oh, yeah. You know, for Now you got me at Midnight Dynamite. Now my I'm red hot. Now I'm bang, bang. My balls are yeah, on fire. The great little guitar intro right there, dude. Uh, just continuing on, you know, three for three. Like, we, you know, we've been loving the way a lot of these albums lately we've been listening to have been starting. This is one that just has not let us down. These first three tracks, killer. Uh, the energy is great. You're, I mean... Cruising in your car, I crank it up on all these Dude, Did The chorus, you, uh, what a great chorus! You know, any with. special thing about this? Uh, this sound bang bang balls of fire. Yeah, what Go, writer? Um, I would have to go look, but I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, oh, oh, I see it right there. Kip, Kip Winger, Kip, yeah, Kip Winger. This is before he uh, became Kip Winger from Ring, Ringer, uh, Winger. Um, I think he was more of a studio musician. You know, I guess he was buddies with Bo Hill. They kind of needed some help or, hey, they did a little tweaking on this. uh, And he got it, man. So he got a nod on this album as a co-writer for this song, which is cool. You know, sounds good. This is good stuff right here, dude. Um, You know, they have a, you know, uh, they have a lot of uh, co-writing on these songs. Obviously, uh, Donnie Purnell was their main in the group. Songwriter, the yeah. bass player. He wrote, was their main guy, wrote on all the songs. But you know, uh, Bob Halligan, that co wrote a lot of songs Halligan Jr., Kiss, Judas Priest, Icon, Blue or Colt, you know, he wrote yeah. a lot of songs with them. So uh, that's great stuff right there, dude. They just got some catchy songs. It's kind of like their version of Desmond Child, if you will. I there guess. you go. There you go. And, and you know, there's no wrong of having, you know, songwriters because, hey, just if it's, it's not good, band, no one's going to want to listen to it. Right. Listen to, listen to Kip. Kip Winger writing them, writing them music and them words. <laughs> <laughs> bang bang balls of fire. Let's go to the next track. Let's All go. All right, dude. Sounds good, man. Laying rubber. You can just hear it in the background. It sounds like yep. a, a car is just revving, wheels are turning, uh, that kind of stuff. Just, you know, total the fun. Uh, fun goodness from this kind of stuff. Right? Oh, yeah. For sure, dude. It's wanna get in your car and ride. Woo! A little bit of drum feel. I, I love this song because it's kind of like laying rubber. It's about a car. is like a driving car. But yeah. then you go and you listen to the lyrics and it's about... He's burning rubber, driving across town to get some girl's house. And then it's kind of like, why am I... What's he say? I'm going to drive across town and get nothing. Like... Like a like the backseat fake out. It's like what? <laughs> it's like what? So he's like now I'm driving. I'm leaving, burning rubber, laying rubber the other way, dude. I'm gonna get out of here. So great song. I love it when there's a little story in the song, kind of right, like that. Go. That's good stuff right there, dude. And, and that's always makes for a great song. And you know, great chorus again, dude. These choruses are. I mean, that's, uh, you know, that's like the heart of the song. I mean, you get the verse. Oh, yeah, dude, totally. Man, you get the great chorus. You can overcome any deficiency in a song. But all these songs are, to be honest with you, are all pretty strong. It's a little, you know, just a little bit different than what we heard in the first three. But, man, still great. Still great. Yeah, totally, man. You want to take me to the next one? If you want me to, I'll take you wherever you want to go. Let's go. Take me to the next one. Drive me there, Chris. Walking away all right I'm this sure I'm sure you got something you want to say about this song no okay it well I actually no I no not s- in a bad way not in a bad way yeah. I think this song is phenomenal I think it's great I was seeing more balladish uh, a little different than uh, what we're more used to in the power ballad um, I don't think it's hitting the mark for us normally on our power ballads but it does lead me somewhere and it does tell me a good story. I am going to piggyback, but I'm going to raise you that this is a fucking great song. This When we were doing our, our homework, this is the fir- first time I heard this song. And when it first came on, I was kind of like, I see some girl walking by his window every day, blah, blah, blah. But then you get into the, I need to come on, you know, in the night, I need to come on to make her stay because she's walking away. Yeah. Dude, I was just like, dude, this is... What great lyrics, dude. This is such a great... And I I think it's right up our alley for a power ballad. I think it's great. It's one of the best, if not the best power ballad that I had never heard before. I thought it was oh, great. Damn, and dude. And I all right. thought it really showcased some things that come for them later. They really know how to write a great ballad. And I thought that this song was just amazing. And when I heard it the first time, I had to go back and listen to it again. Right after I was like... Wow. This is great. I want to say you can definitely tell the keyboards on it. It does have that keyboardish sound. Um, oh yeah, yep. of eighties kind of ding dongish or Mr. Bo Hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly his influence on this kind of stuff. That's yeah, great oh. stuff. So, well, Donnie played a lot of the the uh, the keyboards. Pernell, their singer songwriter, but Bo Hill. I like to think maybe he. Said, Let me try the keyboards in this I'll make a hit for you Yeah there you go Or make a great power ballad for you and That's exactly what I think this song is just They hit it out of the park with this one So Cool I think you, you took it away a little bit more than I did I think I did um, But like I said I think they were right on the money They were like right on the, the cuff Of doing something better Which on the next album they do But this damn is a, a damn well written song Yes about that. Great chorus Really good guitar solo, which is you know two elements that you really need in that power ballad. And man, I think it's great, dude. If you guys, if you guys don't get enough of it here on the show, man, go and listen to Midnight Dynamite. Check these songs out, man. They're great. Oh heck they, yeah, they man! Great. Go listen to this album. That's the whole thing for us doing these kind of uh, talks and albums, and and we want you to first listen to it, but also check it out for yourself. And that's what we want. Now, after this, Chris, because you know we love the vinyl. After this song, we're gonna be. Flipping the script and flipping the record over. Now, this is the next song is gonna be side two. Yeah, you ready to? So you're telling me you're ready to go? Wow, well, I'm not walking away, but you know. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> Ooh, there you go, baby. Side two, track one, Scarlet Fever. Great track, and it's a great um, which a lot of bands do, but these guys do it maybe better than anyone else. Uh, they, Scarlet Fever. What is that? And they tell you right off the bat what, yeah. it, what Scarlet Fever is. Uh, so they just do great play on words. It's basically kissing the girl with the red lips. Oh man, now I got Scarlet Fever. Yeah, it just once more, dude. It's great play on words. I mean, they're just they're hitting it out of the park with this album, an album that just. Did not get its due. Did not get its push, and they—they'll even tell you, you know, Steve, the the vocalist, will even tell you that Atlantic did not get behind this album at all. And then their next album, blow my Fuse you actually see what happens when actually a label does get behind them, and you know the heights that they did reach. So good for them on that one, which we are going to be talking about. But man, they, this should have been a this should have been, right? been a hit album, right? Should have been a hit album. Should have been pushed. It should have been. It should have been. The money more- should have been thrown behind it, and would have made blow my fuse even bigger. Now, do you think money wasn't blown on it because of the past few albums? You know, like, they did—they they catered to the label. This this album, I don't think they catered to the label. They want to do their own thing, so maybe the label said, eh, you know what, we'll do enough to say something, but we're not doing enough to really give you the big push. I, th- that I think shit. that's probably part of it because they did get some videos. Yeah. They did get some stuff, but... Maybe this was kind of a point where I think it was the beginning of like, we're signing everybody. We're, oh, where's okay, the next yeah. Motley Crue? Where's the next yes. Twisted Sister? Where's the next Quiet Riot? Riot. Everybody's signing. Yes. Who do we throw our money at? So either they were picking the wrong bands or other bands to get behind, or they just had a huge oversight and didn't sign and didn't Correct. push this band. It's Correct. one of the two because they were. I mean, this wasn't the start of the huge frenzy. This was kind of the beginning. You know, you get into, like, 86, 87. That's when it's like, oh, my God, we've got to sign every single band that, that ever plays on the L.A. strip. These guys are from Baltimore, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. And so, yeah, either it was an oversight or they just. Well, I mean, you know, we can we can group these guys on the East Coast, and there, wasn't, there was a lot of good bands from the East yeah. Coast. But, like I said, the West Coast is really what took over that mid-'80s air nation. <laughs> That we love. Yep. Uh, but you know, these guys were part of the East Coast groove. Yep. Hey, man. They, I they're love They're out it. there rocking and rolling. I having a good it. time, man. I yeah. think this is a great song. Um, fist pumping uh, anything big in the arenas or uh, clubs that they're doing. You know what I mean? They had a small following, but, you know, what can you do, man? This was great. Yeah, this this was is great good stuff. stuff. If you don't check it out, man, this is a great song, man. It's yep. fever. You ready to go to the next song? Yeah, baby. Go All ahead. All right. Well, don't be a crybaby. <laughs> Which is the title track, or excuse me, the title of the next song, Cry Baby, number two on side two. See, it does that, still does that, those 80 keyboards type of mm-hmm. Almost comes like it, the soundtrack from Hot About Oh, How About It. <laughs> One of our favorite TV movies. Sc- that thing should have been nominated for many Academy Awards. It should it have. It should have been. But it wasn't, Number one. It is number one in our hearts. Cheese (laughs) of all time. Hard bodies. You guys have not seen that movie. After you get done watching this episode, go check it out. If you can find it. You can find it. You can find it. Anyway, Greg's got a DVD copy of it somewhere. Oh, I do. I got two. You have two? Two. VHS DVD. Oh, there you go. Good job. Good job. Cry Baby. What do you think about this one? It's a little bit different. Uh, I think a little bit almost, I don't know what it is, like a, it's a bluesier thing going on there or something that's just a little bit different than the rest of the stuff we've heard so far. What do you think? You know what, just saying about that, I could, could, like you said, maybe bluesy-ish that they're doing something differently. But yeah, this is definitely something that they did something different for the album. You know what I mean? It's like a, Either like a bluesy thing or like a sleaze kind of thing. I can't oh, really tell you what. Is, maybe that's more the word I was looking for. I was trying to search for something, but I couldn't find it. I think No that, no 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 you're right. You no. Sleaze is a great it's a little like is a great word for this yeah. to say uh a little dirty. Yeah, a little dirty, a little <laughs> sleazy. That's cool. You were to bring me to the next one, Matt? I will do anything. Cool. I will do whatever your heart's desire. Yeah, just don't be a crybaby about it. <laughs> <laughs> don't get too excited. Or you're gonna take a cold shower. <laughs> Which I think this you know, I like a little it's a little different here, right? yeah, we're not just going right into every song rocking or whatever so they get a little yeah they're they're giving some thought or they're giving some atmosphere atmosphere it's giving us a little something different, yeah it's a little it's it's not an absolute rocker they 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 bring it down just slightly, just a notch, so it's not like midnight dynamite, it's not like in your face rocker, but man. <laughs> Catchy chorus, memorable guitar. This bass is just cutting through right here right? at the beginning. You know? Love it. Great, dude. Great lyrics, you know? just you know, love gone wrong, and you got to take a cold shower, dude. You got to kind of start over again, you know? It's great. I love it, dude. It's it's. I think it's a really good song. Here we go, dude. They got a lot, you know, the, the whole band singing. Little something different. Funky. Doesn't, funky, but like you said, isn't this kind of the start of like a... I don't want to say rap, in a sense. What do you, you mean know, the start of rap? Well, you know, like, if, if in, in a sense, you could probably say this is a rap-sounding song. Oh, yeah. I I guess, I mean, yes. you don't really want to say those words in the eighty in 85, you know? Wait till the 90s come around and shit, but you know, things happen. Yeah, I was like I was probably listening to rap in 85. Yeah. Whenever Run-DMC and Beastie Boys were out there doing their thing. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I'd have to go look at what years they were, but Yeah, it's more like a I guess if you bring up the word rap, so I'll use that, but then I'll say, yeah, I get what you're saying by you saying it's rap, but it's almost like it's a spoken wordish, like singing a spoken word, but not yes. a rap. There you I go. guess there's kind of Okay, a little, yes. But like I get what you're saying. It's like he's not really singing it Yeah. Before it's called that, but then you've got you yeah. uh, know yeah. doing something, something, something. Cool. Totally. Little harmonic in there. I think that's the first time we've heard that on this album so far. I don't know, man. and solos are. A- there's, there's a couple of harmonica solos that these guys <laughs> kick out there, and uh, I love it. as long as they're not knocking out some saxophone solos, that, which Whoa. he did play some saxophone. I believe it was on the cool. Was it on the Cool Kids album? Where he had some saxophone going, I think it was. Oh, it is! It is! Was. It, is. Yeah. It, it was! It was! It was. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the rockers bringing out the saxophone for solos or any of that kind of stuff. Every once in a while, of course, there's going to be you know exceptions to my it, rule. it but... only works on Way Cool Jr. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Way Cool Jr. from Rat, and yeah, Bo Hill probably did that album too. Yeah, he probably that was probably him playing it. Yeah, <laughs> that guy does everything, dude. You ready right, to go I'm done with the cold shower Yeah no. like red, Track nine Lie like a rug real, Love it again dude Lie like a rug dude Dual meaning To me out. Yeah You lie like you're a liar But you also Lie down on the floor <laughs> too
1: Or whatever, you know? So we
0: can walk all over you? I guess, something like that. Walk my dirty feet on you? I was thinking more of like in a sexual manner. (laughs) Great song, speed it back up again, you know, so it's not... Yeah, totally. We're getting a lot of this, but not in an uneven way. We started the album off, you know, on a high note. We bring it down for the ballad. We come back up again. Now we're gonna bring it back down with some f- little funkiness, you know the yeah. the rap-inspired you know vocal stylings of um, uh, Cold Shower, and then you know now you got a little bit there's something different with Lie Like a Rug, you know, and then so I like it. It's, all, it's a variety within their kicks world. There you go. That's we're not, we're, not, we're not out here in, in Mars, man. <laughs> we're on the, the planet Kicks, and so everything's okay, baby. Right. It's okay if you will. Like this song, great stuff. I like the the, the, the chorus. I like the, the all the guys in the group. You lie. You lie. I like it. It's great. Sounds good, dude. Sounds great. Are you ready for the next song? I'm ready for the next one. Right, Let's go. Again, something different. Now when I first heard this, I was like, what's going on here, dude? Oh, Monica, here we There's go Monica, here It's baby. back in there, dude. I mentioned it once. This is twice. I mean, this song is track ten. It's called "Sex." I guess you could probably imagine what it's about. Uh, sex. Yes. Exactly. Nah. No. Sex with yourself. Sex with a partner. Hey, Amen. Hey, Amen. However you want to interpret it, it doesn't matter. You know, yeah. sex with a goat? Uh, probably not. <laughs> but you never know. Uh, you know, a lot of you know, like they do with this band, a lot of tongue in cheek. Yeah, a lot, of humor, a lot of humor in their lyrics. No, you're right. A lot yeah. of humor in the way that they write a song, present a song. But they're all they're all musicians when they play. When they play, it's from the heart. But you know, they do a little uh, let's let's do a little something different with the vocals on this one, with our lyrics. And this sure. is another song where it's a little something different. And you know, the, the chorus is a little you know perfect for like 1985. Yeah, this chorus right here. Perfect for who this album is for. 1985, club, small maybe big clubs, house of bluesish style, Um, male, 18 to 25. This is them. Yeah. Like yeah, like this is their. This is a song that they can get behind. The chanty chorus. But the same thing, how we talked about this album being hard rock, dirty, sleazy, type of sounding rock. And this this definitely works in their uh, way of thinking. It. Oh, for sure, this is right up their alley. You know what we got to do, dude? Before, don't have a lot, but before we get done with this song, we got to okay. factoid it up. All right, Let's give it to me my factoids.
1: Ding,
0: August eighth, nineteen eighty five, released Atlantic Records. We have multiple producers. Bo Hill's the main one. We got uh, Bill Dooley did some production on "Lie Like a Rug and Sex." Keith Lenton did some production on "Lie Like a Rug and Sex." ed garcia engineered like a rugged sex so it's like a group effort there's a bunch of guys in there um we already talked about kip winger being a, a co-writer on yeah. uh a bang bang balls of fire uh you know anton fig drums percussion uh mike slammer and bo hill both uh, adding in with extra instrumentation only two releases from this at least what i can recall uh, it was. I don't. I can't understand why this information was so hard to find about this particular album. Actually, if I take that back. I have it right here. Uh, Midnight Dynamite was the first track. Cold Shower was the second release, and Scarlet Fever was the third. Zero charting. Okay. No charting. Mainstream rock or Billboard, none of them. So unfortunate. But the, this like is like you said. But they got some videos out. Of they it. got some video. I mean, MTV. Come on. It's kind of funny because you could be huge on MTV and not be huge on the radio. But at the point, and I mean, not everybody had MTV, but really there's a point there where it didn't matter. If you were huge on MTV because of what you looked like, the way you played, if you were on there and you had a video, you were selling records regardless. I would say that too. Um, I mean, isn't that kind of nowadays where there's no really input to our output to Show videos, yep. except YouTube, which is still the monster. Yep. And you want something on, you want someone to see, put it on YouTube. Obviously, look at us, YouTube. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. Um, yeah, and this—I don't even. This album hasn't even gone platinum. Control. Did it go gold? Uh, it doesn't even tell me that. Yeah. We're just gonna let we just let this play out, dude. I right. um, We're gonna go right into it, dude. Boom, right into our next. Album, yeah. Track one, Red Light, Green Light, TNT off of the album, Blow My Fuse. This was the one. Uh, this was the album for them. Yeah, this was this is out of the ballpark. Oh yeah. Uh, was it released September 18th or September 19th, 1988, on Atlantic Records and tapes? That's right. This is good stuff right here, dude. Yeah. Same thing. They probably had a lot of collaborators, um, and then was it? They had three different producers on this one. Um, I think so. They had, you know. So our favorite, another favorite of ours, Tom Warner, uh, Warman. Yep. You know, Tom Warman on there, dude. Yeah. John Frusciante. So so Bo Hill and Tom Warman. They have the. Two. Yeah, right. Those are the two, and you pulled those names out of the '80s rockin' era. That's it, man. You got. They have a, a list. Yep. Of guys that they've been doing You know what I mean? Or bands, sorry This is the bands that they've been doing So this is, you know Like I said, another great way to start Fun song Here we go Oh, did I hear a little Did I hear a little Yeah I forgot what the instrument's called <laughs> tambourine? Tambourine. You did hit a little bit Lord. of tambourine, man. They probably saw the scorpions go, ooh, how does yeah, Klaus does, does tambourine. This does tambourine. Dude, that brought me back to music class for a second. Remember, when you were in music class in elementary school, you always wanted the tambourine, right? <laughs> and then you were like, I'm going to try to bang it off my leg quick. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I get a little it. extra shake in there. Yeah. Hip I would love to see little Chris doing that, man. Oh little Chrissy, <laughs> little Chrissy music class playing with the tambourine. Yeah, uh, yeah. probably teacher gave you. Hey, don't be hitting your hips. I think I got it once and then never oh. again. <laughs> never again, dude. I was. You're doing the hip action. Uh, too much hip action. Too much, you know, little extra flavor. <laughs> nope, Get this guy on this. the cowbell, too man. Too much flair. Oh. This is a great song, great way to, to start off an album. Love it. Uh, Red Light, Green Light, TNT. Sometimes you look at these titles of the song and you're like, Red Light, Green Light, TNT, that, how are they going to make it? How is that? But They they write it. That's what it sounds like, dude. That's the, their style. That's what they do. That's kicks. Yeah. For, for you guys that aren't big on this band, don't really hear a lot, dude. It's a lot. You're going to be like, how is that a title of a song? What's it going to? Don't worry about it. Just play it. Well, just, yeah. I mean, just kind of playing, uh, like when you're a kid, you're playing the red light, green light. They could, you know, took it at that and saying, hey, we're going to start. We're going to stop you. We're going to start. Well, this is how we're doing it. We're rocking and rolling. We're starting to rock. Now we're going to stop you, but then we're going to rock again and, and give this some green light. Yep. yep. And then we're going to blow you up with a little bit of TNT. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, we got a little co-writing on this song. Uh, obviously, do- Donnie Purnell writes on every song on this album but we got Steve Whiteman the singer uh, John Reed and Mark Tanner probably some guys that just you know write a lot of songs work in studios and stuff helping bands out you know good songwriters and stuff so they're in their writing but man this is good stuff listen to that listen to that guitar sounds great dude can't get enough of this stuff right here you ready to go to um, next song give me next song baby still a little bit of keyboard-ish yep I mean, I don't mind a little bit of keyboard. I think we've gone over it, but yeah. just in case you're new, which a lot of people are, we're getting a lot of new viewers and a lot of new listeners. Thank you. Keyboard's fine. Yeah. Just don't be, unless it's your thing, don't be a rock band and have some bunch of keyboard. But if that's your thing, okay. That's, it, it's okay. But don't be a rock band and then all of a sudden have all this keyboard in your music all out of nowhere. I'm not down with that. Yeah, I think this band has used keyboards a lot in, the, in their musical... And they but they do it in the way that is perfect for them yeah they, definitely it's to make the sound uh deeper thicker more of a wall of sound to kind of just give it a more character it's great stuff get it while it's hot track two a little more up tempo upbeat man you know it's crap you know catchy it sounds yeah, catchy definitely. dude love it dude get it while it's hot Go back to their sexual indo of just saying, you know, same thing, same band. Yeah. Uh, saying, we're here, ladies, and we're having a good time. And, you know, sometimes it's going to be, you know, red hot. Sometimes it's going to be white hot. Sometimes, you know, hey, it's going to be hot, though. Yeah. I-, I see how you say that. I kind of took a little bit of a different thing. Mine kind of is like, seize the moment. Get it while it's hot. Oh, okay. Seizing the moment in any way possible. It's kind of like, get it while it's hot. <laughs> while what's hot? Doesn't matter. Whatever yeah. you're trying to get to, when that moment hits, you better do it. That's that's what I took away from it, and I think but they, that's I say. It, it, there is no wrong or white right, right of a way you interpret a song. Oh it's yeah, whatever yeah. you take away may not even mean what it was written about, but whatever you take is exactly what it was meant for you. Because even though these bands and bands throughout history and people write songs and sing them and perform them. When they put them out there, they kind of are giving them to us. And however we interpret them, that's what it is to us. And that's exactly what every musician, I think, that they would want. It's like, yeah, I love how people see it differently. But when you get bullshit like the PMRC fucking up your song, that's what you don't want. No, you don't. But you know what you do get? That sticker that says parental advisory, and now you just want platinum. Thank you. (laughs) Right. Yes. Yeah, can, we get, can we get two of those on yeah. there, please? <laughs> one in the front, one in the back. Can we get something that says we had to ban this cover? It cannot be shown <laughs> in Walmart. Thank yeah. Walmart. Yeah. All right. Cool. Bring me the next one, Let's man. Go to the this next is so one. Cool. I'm, I'm all pumped up, man. Woo! No Whoa. ring around a Rosie. Yeah, dude. That sounds fun, man. Like they're just kind of rocking and rolling, doing some craziness and stuff like that, man. I would think, you know, this is. This, to me, I fell in love with this song. This is a great song, dude. This little guitar intro. And all, this whole intro, really it's like a fake out because they just go into it right after this. Uh, I love it, dude. It's catchy. That's what you're gonna have. its It's really... Um, I don't know if I dare say this. It's very like rock. And I think that the sprink- there's a sprinkle of like the way it pop in there. The, just the way it sounds, it's like this. I could. This should have been on the radio. This should have been a single, right here. I think this is a great song. Can I tell you something, Chris? And, and you can um, tell me anything you want. In in the heyday, uh, KNC, which you know I was an intern for, played a lot of these songs that were not singles, but good. They played them on the uh, the radio, and this was one of them that they did play. Uh, you know i remember listening to it and thinking about it and then when i heard it on the uh, on my homework i was like Fuck, man i do remember this song and i think there was another one too that they play and i was like god i remember playing that song and like that was cool and was not even a hit now now i don't I, I i i a lot of these songs i go and i kind of go through the go through the lyrics and look at them this one i didn't but from the title and what I'm hearing, it's like no, no ring around Rosie, bad, bad girl. I'm thinking, oh, no rings. She's not married. She's just, a, she's a girl that's out there living her best life that she can, and she's having fun. If she's a bad girl, she's a bad girl. That's what I'm taking away from this song, and I love it, dude. The way they, this song is written so well and played so well, I love it. Right? It's a really? It's honestly, there's like five releases off of this album. This should have been a sixth one, or maybe replaced one of those other ones, maybe. But, man, this is great. So listen to this guitar solo. Are you kidding me? Forget it. Yeah, this is totally good. And I even think that the uh, the guitarists in the band, because there's two of them, these guys even through, the, through Midnight Dynamite and through uh, Blow My Fuse, these guys really went back and forth on who soloed, who did this. You know, like, the, they knew nobody was the forward guitarist, guitar hero, maybe. Yeah. And they both stayed in their in their um, realm of, hey, you solo this one, you solo this one, I'm going to rhythm this one, now I'm going to solo this one. And they just worked very well as a a tag team. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. To to manage it up, you know. So I think Tom Warner did know that sense, and he knew how to use these guys, and he used them very, 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 very well on this shit. We got uh, co-writing from uh, Taylor Rhodes. We worked a little bit with Aerosmith, I believe. We oh, did a okay. little with them in the '90s. Did some co-writing cool cool. with them. That's some good stuff right there. All right here we go. This is a Harmonica, rubber. dude. Here we go. But this is a rocking song, yeah, man. Dude. I mean, you're rocking. I mean, I'm not. Love it. I'm not. I'm not hating it. Tell you that much, man. Let's go to the next song. You ready to go to the? You ready to go to the big one? You ready to go to big one? Oh no! Let's go. Okay, now, yeah, good, good mix. Here we go. Track four. Take me there, Chris. Don't close your eyes. Don't close them. How about if I blink? The whole, this whole song, you can't close your eyes. <laughs> we can't do blackout. We have to do this. Oh, I love that, dude. You can't do blackout. <laughs> this is, you know, we make fun, but man, this. This was their, this was their apex of yeah. their, uh, this band and who they're still around. I'm not saying that they're over and they fell to the face of theirs, but this was the song that took them to the, as I like to say, the threat right. field. And this was their highest charting song. This was, this was it for them, dude. It uh, charted all the way to number 11 that's on the not bill. Bad. Board, dude, man. That's Damn. not bad, dude. That's fucking cool. And uh, it, uh, obviously, and I love how the video goes along with it. Uh, anti-suicide song. Don't close your eyes. Don't give up. There's... there. Right there. He says it right in your face. There's, there's no innuendo here. It's don't close your eyes, dude. There's always someone there to help you. Brighter days are around the corner. Love this song. Yeah. Love this song. It's a power ballad that's not about love. It's not about a relationship. It's about don't kill yourself and I think it's great dude I, I want to say like you said from that other walk away they were just on that cuff for me this is the one that they took it like man they really hit it on the ballpark they really knew how to do like I said, maybe Tom Warner really knew how to or Warman Warman yeah Warman. Tom Warman knew how to just give it that little more edge than Bo did yeah, on, dude. for this for the power ballad. And and I feel like um, totally good. Yeah. And when I feel I feel like when I listen to this song, I feel like I'm getting a little bit more, um, like heart from Steve singing. This. I feel like I'm getting a little more emotion. Like he's really. It's almost like he felt how important this song was going to be when he sang it, and they were in the studio. It just sounds like he's taking it to another level, and I. is You know, maybe Tom knew how to bring it out of this, this is a guy, great song. And, that's, and that's what the producers are supposed to do for every every single member of the band. Yeah, give me your heart, give me your feel. You know how we talked about how guitars? I forgot what uh, what we were listening to, and they could feel what the guitar is is coming out in them. Maybe his vocals in the band. Yeah, he just knew how to do it, man. Great chimes right there. Just adding different sounds and elements yeah. to the the feel and the atmosphere of the song, man. It's yeah, fucking great. Dude. This is it, this is great stuff. Yeah, this is. I don't want to say I, I don't like to say the or what, but this is one of the best underrated power ballads from the eighties. I guess that'd be the best. I'd say I don't. Know, people don't ever say this one when they're talking about best power ballads. It's probably right. the most. It's probably the, one of the best underrated. Power Ballads that no one ever talks about. Great song. Okay, I, I'll agree with you I'm on sure that Sure, it means one. a lot to a Very lot of people. Very much, man. How uh, people, uh, because I think most of the songs with the Power Ballads, you talk about love or love loss. This is anti-suicide saying, you know, hey, I, hold love you on. I love you enough to say, hold on, there you go. Hold or, on tight. I'm here. No, no. Hey, I'm here for you, when you need, if you need help. So don't I close your me. eyes. I'm here for you. All right, let's go to Ooh. the next song. So that's good. A, that's an emotional that's one. That's an right emotional one. Yeah, man. You got I me on love that it. This, is a, this is a great song. Let's go to the next one. Don't close my eyes, Chris. Back to rocking it out, dude. All right, she, man. Track five, she dropped me the bomb. Ooh. Yes, I said that right. She dropped me the bomb. And yes, I feel like, I, sometimes I feel like I'm like, the title just sounds weird to me. But man, once again, making it work and making it rock. High energy rock, man. Well, you have to, after that last power ballad, man, go, okay, you got me with power ballad. Now I'm going to rock you. I'm going to bring you up and drop you like a bomb. Yeah. Love it, dude! Guitar solo's great. Just like, sorry, I got lost in the song there for a second. No, yeah, dude, I was, no, dude, it, that, dude. I was that, like, <laughs> that's what we want you to do. We want everyone, everyone in the nation, to feel the songs. You know what I mean? They're like, hey, uh, Christian, Greg, those fuckers, maybe listen to some kicks, and I felt it. Yeah, dude. damn it! Now they're my favorite band. I gotta see them in concert. Sometimes it's good to give that little like zone out move, where it's just like. <laughs> drill, so you can, you know, the nation can hear, you know, like a li- big little chunk of that song, and yeah, this is good stuff right here, man. Great band, dude. Great band, kicks. I can't get enough of them, dude. I'm adding some stuff in my gym mix, baby. Ooh. To All right, man. To the gym, mix. I'm ready to flip the record over and give us some tattoos. Let's go. Ooh. Yeah, this is another group. It's another great one, dude. Yeah. Another, another single one. from this album. Another single man. from the album, Cold Blood. Yeah. Uh, track one on side two, six overall. It's um, I love it, dude. Rocking, rolling, having a good time, making It me feel good. Love it. It gives me a little, honestly. That be- the beginning of the song gives me Cinderella vibes. Ooh, okay. Me, uh, well, I guess Cinderella. Gives so me kicks vibes, yeah. yeah there but you go. Uh, it always just the beginning of the song kind of always reminds me of Cinderella a little bit, the band Cinderella, who we have not really talked about at all yet either. Did we? Or did we do an episode on them? I'm gonna slap you, from dude, over here. <laughs> we did do an episode on them. Jesus Christ, there's so many. There's this, this episode 78, dude. I can't even remember what, who we've done. Good lord. But but slap Chris from uh, the internet. Please. Holy ah. shit. It's Queen then. Man. <laughs> I don't even know, dude. I'm gonna have to have a list of every band just in case next time. Let me know if my referencing was done. Chris Good is Terrible. <sighs> Sorry guys. I can't even remember who we've done. I do I remember everybody. You do? I'll name them off right now. Okay, go ahead. This one, that one, this one. <laughs> this is a great song, dude. I love it. You know all their songs have a different feel, a different sound, a little different something to them, dude. And there's another one right here, dude, Cold Blood. This is one of my I really love don't 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 close your eyes. That might be my favorite song on the but this one might be like number two or number three. I love Cold oh, Blood. Yeah, I love totally, this song. This is This is, a this is track. totally rocking and totally If they didn't play it live, I'd be pissed. Um, yeah. Exactly This exactly. is that, that live chorus audio. dude If you're there you're, you're, yeah. you're in this Is the chorus dude Whoa. And you don't hear This song on the radio You're only gonna hear This on like Your Sirius XM Hair Nation you know, Maybe once a year They'll play it on Classic rock radio Maybe They're not gonna play kick. If they're gonna play Kick song They're not playing this But uh, this, this song is killer dude Little breakdown here Love it you want to bring me to the next one? Yep, let's go. Meringue. Me. The next one. Yeah. Piece of the pie. I hope it's them and meringue. Like, I take away double meaning from this one. It's like, one part of me tells me, hey, I just want my fair share of whatever situation I'm in, what I deserve, what I should get, and then also sexual. So I think I, t- I take there's two meanings in this, however you want to take it. Depends on what mood you're in, I guess, when you're listening to it. It's a little, you know, it's back to that little sleazy sound that they do, dude. Okay, let's 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 we're rocking it, we're rocking it, Ballard, we're rocking it. Now let's put in a little bit of that sleaze in there. We got yeah. Steve just screaming at us like a crazy man. Listen to him sing, dude. Out of control, dude. His vocals are killer. Yeah. I love it. you're in dude right if you if you're just there rocking dude, they're just like i got it man right there i love it dude they just so good at writing songs and i know that you know pernell was their their main songwriter he did a great job yeah he had a little little co-writing in there but man these guys write and play great catchy they're infectious, they sit in your head, they nugget back here, you know, in this area right here, and you're like, God <laughs> damn it. Singing freaking Cold Blood all day long, you're like, damn it. But so you're at the same time, you're like, loving it. It's good Heck, stuff, yeah. dude. Uh, but like I said, man, you know, double meaning, great guitar work, uh, the harmonies and the, and the... I think the hook is just killer. Yeah, right? the, the, the hook on this, this is you killer. Just, you just like this piece of the pie. Kind of rock it with it, man. I yep. love it. Man. It's, it's great, so, dude. Totally good. I would love to hear this one live. Alright, cool, yeah. I mean the crowd would be like, yes, let's go. Down with it. Alright. You wanna bring me to the next one, man? We can start. I would it. love to. Alright. Bring it, Jump. Speed it up. Yeah, there you go. Rocking and rolling. Ha. Little harmonica there. Love it. Woo! And Steve uh, um, Whitman was the one doing the harmonica, right? Steve Whiteman, yeah. Yeah, I believe, sorry, Whiteman. Yes, he's a harmonica player. Harmonica! You got to have the, the lead, guys. Got to, I mean, everybody else is busy. You want to play harmonica? No, I'm busy. You want to play it? No, I'm busy. You want to no, play it? No, I'm busy. Right, dude? Or if you're in Journey, it's two keyboards. Oh, oh that's right. One up here, one down here? no can't do it well i probably could i don't know <laughs> love it dude yeah he's the one playing the harmonica i love it dude this is... we're having a good time here today hell yeah boomerang man she you know what you try to get rid of her or she leaves boomerang she's just gonna come right back that's literally what this song is yeah, about exactly, it speaks yeah. it out the on, lyrics on that kind of she's stuff. a boomerang boom boom boomerang Fun little song, dude. This yeah. is, for me is a really fun one. When that harmonica, I'm really thinking blues. So they really had that great rock blues sleaze mixture. Put it in a blender, pour it out into a mug, and drink some kicks, dude. I love it. You know what? I think that that's a great analogy of this band of being a hard rock band. Like, if you if we listen to that's two albums, you, these guys didn't try to metal themselves, you know, like, hey, we're going to give you Force a... Force it. A, exactly. We're not going to try to give you this song that's not us. We want this. We want that. We're going to rock it. We're going to roll it. We're going to make sure there's high energy, uh, rock, sleaze. We like that. We like the girls. So we're going to sing about some sleazy stuff. We're going to, we, you know, we care about you and, you know, don't close your eyes. And, you know, pretty soon, Chris, I'm going to let you... Blow my fuse. That right. crazy. Let's go. You know, doing that kind of stuff. This is and, and this, this is this is this is one of my favorite songs. Also, yeah, dude. exactly, man. This is from this album too. This is, like I said, this album they knocked it out of the park. It wasn't no uh, Scorpions blackout, but it's it's a really good album. Yeah, man. dude, very underrated. This is uh, track nine. Blow my fuse. The title yeah, track. Title track. This <laughs> song is killer. I think this might have been the first song I ever heard from them. Oh, Okay. And I, I mean. I've said it over and over again. I didn't have MTV growing up. You know, I didn't I had to go to grandma's house to get my fill on my MTV, my Headbangers Ball. Me and my brother, we'd stay the night there on Saturday night so we could watch our Headbangers Ball. And guess what else is on Saturday nights? Wrestling at what was it, 7:05 or 8:05 yeah, on CBS on the Superstation? We had to watch our wrestling, man. <laughs> at grandma's house, she had cable to do it. Loved Are you boys it, hungry? You want the cookies? Drinks? You so? know we do, grandma. Yeah, we do. Drinking some Diet Pepsi's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just hanging out. Take our bikes, go ride it all around the neighborhood, go to the store, read some Rock magazines. Circus, Hip Raider. Right? Green. Yeah. We, didn't, yeah, we didn't really have cream over oh, there. We didn't right? have cream over not, there. Not where I grew not up. Not in Northwa- Northwestern? No, we didn't. Great song right here, dude. Blow yeah. My Fuse. I love it, dude. This is some great, great stuff right here. This is also another single. High Energy really re- here they are planting their flag again as yeah, a party dude. rock band an anthem I love it dude obviously a staple uh, but man it's great and I love how they do they, it's basically there for, for a little bit it's like vocals and guitar only you get a little hi-hat in there, but it's basically just a guitar player and the singer going at it and I love it and they break yeah. in and everybody says oh yeah great stuff right here oh yeah totally man totally good stuff and I love it because uh, their videos are almost all like performance videos, which I totally love. Don't Close Your Eyes. It's got some other stuff in there. It's more theatrical. But, man, most of these are just straight up the performance on stage yeah. videos, which was with bread, a little bread with, and butter in the 80s, dude. Love that. Exactly. I think more of our bread and butter type stuff. Yeah. Um, totally agree with you, dude. And, uh, like you said, the songwriter, Purnell. This was all him on this one. Oh yeah dude And this was this was a great song Hear a little bit of that solo Hear a little bit of the vocals uh, The way they did it yeah. Production was good This is great man I, This is a great song If not a great album And I'm glad this is what took them To that next stratosphere Oh yeah like that, dude, For man. sure Totally you, re- you ready to go to the next song Last track sure, on last the album last track on go. the album man Oh whoa Oh jeez Yeah Like you said Dirty hard rock, man. Dirty boys. Kind of sums it up, dude. These guys are some dirty boys. Yeah. Here we go, man. We're going to rock and roll you. Great stuff. Some dirty boys stuff. Can we go factoids? Sure. This is the last chalk on the album, so let's go. Released, like Greg said, September 19th, 1988. Retorted? Recorded. Jeez Louise uh conway studios and cherokee studios in hollywood california yeah, hollywood uh, on atlantic uh producer tom Werman, Dwayne Barron, and john ferdell they did a couple of the songs three releases from this album all right give number it one get it while it's hot all right cool actually i gotta take that back yeah i thought it was five yep. singles it's five cold blood yeah that oh the first awesome. release Second, blow my fuse. All right, good. Number three, she dropped me the bomb. I don't, never even remember hearing that yeah. you know, at all. Get it while it's hot, and then the last one was, don't close your eyes, which hit number eleven on the Billboard and sixteen on the U.S.A. Rock chart. Damn, charts. that just kept them on tour, huh? That kept, hey, that kept them on tour, dude. That really. Yeah, dude, that really made them. I uh, I want to say I think this is also the uh, album that brought them from clubs, theaters, to arena rock. Yeah, they were. This was they were arena rock, touring. right? touring. Think about these bands that they were touring with. If you know anything about this music, you're going to know these names that I'm talking about. Rat, White Lion, and maybe not so much. Britney Fox, but basically they were touring with some of the big boys at this time. Still, if you put me with Britney Fox on a Britney Fox Kicks tour, that's two rocking bands that are just rocking. Yeah. Rat, I believe it, as an opener, you know, ready to go. Especially, you know, their common ground, Bo Hill. Yep. Man, these guys rock and roll, yep, man. Yep. So definitely not a shitty tour hanging out with these guys, man. This uh, album did hit number 46 on the Billboard album charts. All right. And it has been certified one time platinum. That's not bad. It's not bad. Let's push go. it to two, nation. Yeah. You guys have heard this. Now you guys know how much. Kicks rocks. Cool. I like it, man. Is there anything else you want to say about this album in particular? No, other than I want to say that this was a great album. Uh, it was Doing my homework was very easy because there's a lot of good stuff. Oh, that yeah. It just brought all this rocking energy from it. Now, I'm oh, good. Yeah, let's go. I'm ready Great to go. album, loved it. I loved listening to these two albums. They really just... Dude, mind blown. Yeah. They blew my fuse. <laughs> so I'll just say that. They blew my fuse. And you know what? Let's go to one... We're gonna play one more song, which was actually on the album that came out after this, Hot all Wire. Right. Let's go ahead and go to a song from that album. All right, sounds good. Girl Money. Yeah. This obviously came out in a time when uh, the grunge was starting to take hold, so it, it definitely did not get the push it should have. This should have been another album that took them even higher. Great album. Love it. Girl Money, this is a single. Um, love it, dude. I mean, sleazy. Listen to it. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you, Chris. Um, it, it, it came out in the early part of the 90s, 91 maybe, if I'm correct. Yep, 91. So these guys took 88. They probably stayed on tour years yep went home recorded it released this, R- this right riding, riding, riding on tour riding on tour i think this was a great album too uh, a good um accomplishment after blow my fuse but like i said it's probably the start of grunge and they kind of just yep yep i think after this album uh, atlantic kind of dropped them yes they did they this is the last there. album with atlantic so but, yeah, dude, so it was great. We just want to give you a little taste. You know, they kept on going another round. Unfortunately, we're not going to talk about it. You guys have to go check it out for yourselves. But be sure to check us out everywhere on social media at BigTalkCG.podcast. On TikTok and Instagram. Hey, on that Instagram, you got to go to the bio. Hit that link tree. That's where you can hear uh, See everywhere you can hear us or listen to us. Uh, and watch us on YouTube as well. Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. BigTalkCG at gmail.com BigTalk at BigTalkCG on Twitter, Facebook. We are the Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. We'd love to hear from you. Push that little button on the screen that says subscribe or thumbs up or whatever it is for whatever like. social media. Hey, give us some likes. And uh, man, we hope to hear from all of you. We would love to hear from all of you. That's it for me. Alright. Alright, this is great from Big Talk Podcast. Everybody, don't forget to listen Listen loud. See ya. Come on, baby. Keep driving me crazy. You know the story I'm speaking of. Champagne, red roses, and limo. <laughs>